0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to Baby Adults with Katie and Matt.
1: I'm Katie. And I'm Matt. And today we are talking about gratitude.
0: It is the season after all.
1: Yeah, we figured it would be a fitting topic considering it's the season of Thanksgiving and... Is
0: Thanksgiving a season?
1: I mean... It should be. I feel like the holiday season is inclusive of Thanksgiving. Mm. So it's like the season. Tis the season. Right. I don't know if anyone's ever said, tis the season of Thanksgiving.
0: No. Someone said tis the season before though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing that people say.
0: That's totally a thing people say.
1: But I don't know if Thanksgiving is its own season. I think it has to kind of share it with Christmas. Isn't that
0: unfair, though? Like, shouldn't Thanksgiving get its own season? I don't think so. Oh.
1: Thanksgiving is literally just... Suck it, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. is just a dinner. It's, <laughs> it's like the most worst holiday.
0: Ooh. Okay, that was a hot take. I
1: don't know if that's true, but it's like, there's that rule where everybody's like, oh, you can't decorate your house for yeah. Christmas until after Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Like Thanksgiving is some big turning point in the season, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of just like what I've always liked about Thanksgiving is that everybody's together and it's like the one time that the whole family's together and it's like an excuse for us to get together. But really what is Thanksgiving other than just eating dinner?
0: In some places they watch football. Oh God. Yeah. I've never really liked that. That sounds horrible.
1: What a weird holiday (laughs) though,
0: right? Yeah. It's like you just sit around and eat a lot of food. We had your friends giving last night. And like, it's it's a lot of food. Mm -hmm. There was so much food. Because of course everyone brings a dish.
1: So here's the thing about potlucks is the way that it should work in theory is if everybody brings an amount of food that is suffice for one person, that makes sense. Right? Because, so if everybody brings one person's worth of food, then, let's say there are ten people at your potluck, then there will be ten persons worth of food at the potluck. Math. Basic math. Right? Here's the
0: question. How do you bring one person's worth of food?
1: I don't, I don't know. You just don't overdo it.
0: Let's like, do like one serving. Like, if you're making a side, you just bring one serving of the side. I
1: don't know. I guess so. Well, then this, yeah, this is where you run into problems because <laughs> instead of bringing one person's worth of food each, you bring, like, let's say I'm making a casserole i want everybody to have some of the casserole so i'll bring 10 servings of the casserole so everybody can try it right. but then what happens you have 10 people bringing 10 servings you end up with 100 servings of food this is true and like my friends and i we like to go overboard we always we do this every time and we always forget that like we don't need this much food
0: there was so much food It was absurd.
1: There were, I think, four pies. There were four pies for seventeen people.
0: Now there was a spreadsheet that where you write down what you're gonna bring, and I saw two pies in that spreadsheet. I had one, and there was another one that said apple pie. (laughs) What was not there was an apple pie.
1: (laughs) There, yeah, there was no apple pie. There was a lemon meringue pie that was not on the spreadsheet. There was a boysenberry something pie that was not on the spreadsheet. spreadsheet. There was like peppermint bark that was not on the spreadsheet. Nope. Also, it was our friend's birthday, and so he had they brought out a birthday cake
0: (laughs) on thanksgiving
1: and like two gallons of ice cream and like and this is after we've eaten appetizers and thanksgiving meal
0: (laughs) yeah in addition to a 20 pound turkey like 12 appetizers right and there was there was 17 people there was a fair number that was way too much food for 17 people we left everything we brought i think they finished one of your sides yeah they've got halfway through another i left half of a pie
1: yeah. And it's like, I'm not complaining. I love the variety of food, it was fun. but it's just so funny that we forget every time that we don't need this much food. And, and I'm extra because, so this is the first year that I wasn't hosting Friendsgiving in, I think maybe four years. So this is the first year I didn't have to make the turkey. So I got really excited that I got to make a side dish and I had time to make like a good side dish. So I brought two casseroles. <laughs>
0: So had two sides. <laughs> so, I guess
1: I'm a bit of a hypocrite.
0: Not even like small sides. They were involved.
1: They were really good though. My, I bu- Okay, so I made this corn casserole that I saw that recipe on TikTok. Here, let me let you into the recipe. It's very good. It'll change your life. Okay, so it is one can of sweet corn, one can of creamed corn, one box of Jiffy cornbread mix, half a stick of melted butter, a 10 ounce bucket of sour cream, and... Did you say bucket? I don't know what... <laughs> I forgot the word. A 10 ounce bucket. What's the word?
0: I don't know, but I'm picturing a bucket of sour cream. And to be fair, this thing was decadent. It was good.
1: Yeah. And so you, you literally just mix that all together in like a small casserole dish and you bake it at 350 for 45 minutes. You sprinkle cheddar cheese on top and you bake it for another 15 minutes. And it was kind of like, I don't know if you've ever been to Chevy's, but it's kind of like that corn thing they give you at Chevy's that's sweet and kind of creamy. It was incredible. It was like a creamy cornbread. That was the only thing that I think people finished.
0: You could almost... I think that the cheese... We said the cheese would be a little less.
1: Yeah, I think the recipe said to put two cups of cheese, so cheese on top. And I i think I could have put like half a cup. Like the cheese wasn't really supposed to be the star of the show.
0: You could do no cheese. it would still be amazing.
1: Yeah, I probably would do no cheese, honestly. Because mm. I'm not a big cheese person.
0: No, me neither. I, I think a lot of people are cheese people. Like, there's a subset of the internet and just humans that are like cheese-obsessed
1: yeah, like, so if you like cheese.
0: Yeah, if you like cheese, throw it on there.
1: And I think it also would have been better if we had eaten it straight out of the oven because it was kind of sitting for a while and like mm-hmm. reheated so the cheese wasn't as gooey as you would maybe want it to be.
0: That's true. But because it sat for a while, the cornbread itself, it was like, it was perfectly done.
1: The cornbread was so good. Oh my God,
0: it was awesome.
1: If you do nothing else today, make this cornbread.
0: Yeah, and it, will, <laughs> it, it truly like, with those ingredients you mentioned, I think that's a grand total of three and a half dollars.
1: Oh, it's so cheap. If you need to go to a potluck for something, you need to make something quick and easy. But crowd-pleasing, there you go. She's
0: right. It was really good. I almost would make it instead of cornbread. Like, it was that good. Because the Jiffy mix is good. Yeah. But then you add the creamed corn. It just elevates it.
1: Oh, it's way better than a
0: cornbread. And you don't need to... Because you know cornbread, you have to add butter. Mm-hmm. And then you're putting the butter on. And it's the crumbs are falling off the cornbread. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you're trying to get more butter. And there's cornbread in the butter now. So now you've got a cornbready knife and a cornbready butter but the one thing that doesn't have butter is the cornbread <laughs> and so you're just making a mess
1: wait that's so true though yes
0: this avoids all of that the bu- the butter is built in
1: you too- can taste it too
0: you can taste it
1: there's a half a stick there's a half a cup of butter and so you're like taking a bite of this casserole and you're like oh i can taste the butter it tastes like a very well buttered cornbread but not
0: too much Like, it doesn't taste like, it doesn't taste like you're eating butter. Yeah. It just tastes nice.
1: It's like a pre-chewed buttered cornbread.
0: Pre-chewed? I don't know. (laughs) Are you baby-burning the cornbread to
1: people? (laughs) It's just a good texture.
0: (laughs) It is really a texture. It was perfect. That was one of the stars. The other star of the show, I think, was your ratatouille.
1: Yeah, it made a root vegetable ratatouille out of sweet potatoes, potatoes, parsnips, and zucchini with like a tomato sauce that was really good i'm so sorry so today we're battling construction workers underneath matt's apartment it's
0: really annoying by the way what day is it katie is it a monday
1: it is a sunday at 8 a.m so we're doing our best so if there's a little bit of background noise it's just the construction workers downstairs at matt's apartment bear with us but hopefully you shouldn't be able to hear too much in the audio
0: it sounds sometimes like they're happy and other times like they're arguing
1: yeah, they're they're just very loud. But yeah, so today we wanted to talk about gratitude, and I think we can kick it off with kind of talking about gratitude, like in our relationship and Ooh. how we gratitate each other.
0: Gratitate.
1: What is the word?
0: I don't know, but I like gratitate.
1: What's the word for gratitude? Show
0: gratitude. Towards? How
1: we show gratitude towards. I each like other.
0: gratitate. I'm using that. All right. So, in I think one of the big things about what makes. I think us very successful is that we're very good at gratitating each other. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Sounds weird. I, I really appreciation. Yes. I think what like this is such a valuable thing to me that I always want you to know that I see the value in and I see that I always tell you that I don't take anything for granted. I don't, nothing that you do goes unnoticed. Mm. I think it's a big part of it. Like a lot of times. It's just so easy to be like, oh, this is just our pattern. This is what we do for each other. This is whatever. But there's a lot of power in acknowledging someone's efforts because it's a lot of effort. Yeah. Like you do a lot and and I do a lot and we do a lot for each other. And I think saying that almost helps us keep wanting to do a lot for each other.
1: It helps you keep wanting to do things. And it also, I feel like... It avoids you, first of all, taking for granted your partner and all that they do for you down the line. And then also whoever is doing the things, it makes you feel less, like you won't be resentful of the fact that you're doing nice things for your partner. Like it's not just a routine, it's like you're doing it for them.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And they're noticing
1: it. Yeah. And like, for example, you do a lot for me. You make me coffee every single day. You do the dishes in my apartment when you're there, which you don't have to do. Um, Opening the door for me when I get in the car or just making lunch for me or just little things all the time. And I think, One thing that people kind of overlook is just saying thank you. Mm -hmm. I feel like I constantly make an effort to tell you thank you every time you do something, just so you know that you're noticed, that what you do doesn't go unnoticed and that I appreciate it because I really do appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I think it's easy to not say thank you.
0: It's almost a cultural thing to not say thank you, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever noticed... When you do something for a friend or something, sometimes there's like, you know, it's not even that. Like they don't, they don't say thank you. They say something else because thank you's too much.
1: Like what else do they say?
0: Oh no worries. Oh no problem. Oh no problem.
1: No, but that's not how. No, you would say you would say thank you, and then they say no worries.
0: Oh, that's true. Maybe right. Maybe, Maybe
1: they don't say you're welcome. They don't
0: say you're welcome.
1: Do we say you're welcome? I try to. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should say, do I say you're welcome? i th- now I'm you,
0: I think you do. And I think it's like there's something about that exchange that's very, like, reassuring. You feel very heard thank you. You're welcome.
1: Yeah. And I wonder if it's like when you say no worries, it's like, oh, the thing I did for you wasn't hard and it's not a big deal. But when I say thank you and you say you're welcome or, you know, I, I like doing nice things for you. It kind of shows that the thing that you did was you going out of your way and putting an effort to do something interesting.
0: It's got a different feel to it. Yeah. Like if someone gets you happy, thank you. They're like, oh, no problem.
1: Yeah, I like, oh, don't worry about it.
0: Don't worry about it. Because they're trying to, like, def- maybe this is where I'm trying to go with it. They're trying to, like, deflect it off themselves. Yeah. Because, like, we, maybe not as a people, but, like, I was, maybe, like, the way I learned how to be a human was, like, being uncomfortable with, like, compliments and with people doing things for me. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was working on in therapy was, like, being more okay with being vulnerable in that sense, like, having, having my needs met.
1: Yeah
0: because we're not taught to
1: interesting
0: it's like oh you you can handle it yourself you got this you can figure it out but then someone else doing something for you is so foreign mm-hmm.
1: yeah I think that like also part of this is kind of like learning how to take compliments too because I feel like I've always been really bad at accepting compliments and so that when you compliment me I've learned to just say thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of just being like oh uh, like oh no I don't I don't like my outfit or I don't think my hair looks good today I don't know like what I don't don't know what I used to say when people would compliment me, but I feel like I didn't like I don't know being complimented for something. But it's just learning to say thank you. Or like sometimes you'll tell me, like, oh you look cute today, and I'll say, like, oh thanks. I thought I looked cute too. Yeah,
0: and that's great.
1: <laughs> like I love just like
0: it's like I'm I'm just reinforcing <laughs> what you already know about yourself.
1: Yeah. But I don't know if that's really like a gratitude thing.
0: I don't know, it's part of gratitude. More of a acknowledging
1: acknowledgement of well, that, self
0: worth. Right, and that's kind of what we're talking about. It's like we were all Always acknowledging the things we do for each other, which is so huge. And something
1: else we do too is we try to have weekly check-ins where we kind of go through a list of things we talk about every week. So we'll start with saying, how are you? How are you? How is your week? And we'll talk about, you know things that are on our mind, maybe things we've been stressed out about, maybe things that were good, how we're feeling about the relationship, how we're just feeling in general, kind of not to like replace therapy, but kind of just like also a mental health check-in type of thing. And then we also have a little list of questions where we'll say that, how did I support you this week? And so it's kind of a little moment to kind of rehash all the things that Matt did for me that I appreciate. And I can say, oh, well, you were super supportive in this moment where I was really stressed out about at work and you made sure to make me lunch or you just gave me a hug and I think also it helps me notice throughout the week little things that he does because then I'm thinking oh I can bring that up at our check-in of how he supported me
0: oh it also there's those questions in the check-in it allows like healthy space to be like ooh, this is one thing that could have gone better or this is one thing that I could have done better to support you and it kind of lets you healthy critique if that's a good term for it
1: I think that's a good way to put it
0: yeah it just makes it so that it's not scary and that was a really important thing that I wanted to focus on. It was very critical that I, we both felt very safe to be completely open and say what we're feeling and, and just feel very cared for.
1: Yeah, because it's like, how did I support you this week? And then how could I have supported you better is the next question. And so then if there's a moment where we were like, oh, yeah, like I had this moment and you did this and maybe something else could have been better. That's a good moment to bring that stuff up. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of rare that we have things that we're talking about where we could have supported each other better because I think we're both super supportive as it is not to say that we're perfect but I think we do do a lot to support each other throughout the week and also we're pretty good at bringing stuff up in the moment where things could be better so it's not like we're holding on to a lot of things that are like oh I you know five days ago you did something <laughs> that really pissed me off and now I'm gonna tell you now it's like no I probably already told you about that
0: right which is fine if that's when you tell because like that is very a very safe moment to say that sort of thing but It does really make you very, very grateful for your partner and for communicating with them and hearing about how you're doing. Because it's okay to do little check-ins. Like, doesn't mean you're doing anything bad. It's like a little rest stop. Yeah. It's like, boop, rest stop.
1: And I think I still get really anxious going into the check-ins because in all of my, like, past relationships, anytime we had any sort of conversations <laughs> like that, it was because something was wrong and, like, the check-ins never were good. And so mm. I was, <laughs> I'm never the one to bring up the check-ins because <laughs> I have some sort of ptsd about talking about my feelings in an (laughs) organized manner (laughs) like matt will be like how are you and then my heart starts racing and i'm like good (laughs) how are you and then he tells me actually how he is and then i tell him how i am
0: then i tell her my life story yeah (laughs) and
1: but eventually but they get less and less scary each week but i think i'm just like waiting for you to be like so this is everything that i hate about you
0: oh my god
1: (laughs) no but they usually go well because we are good at communicating throughout the week
0: yeah
1: but then we always get to that question of how could i have supported you better and we're like shoot i can't think of anything
0: i think there we had one answer once and it was like when we were in france and like we were going to be late for that thing
1: yeah like talking about how that could have maybe gone better because that was something we didn't really talk about in the moment because it was kind of a hectic moment and we didn't have time to talk about it because we were rushing to the event Mm -hmm. but and then we say like yeah Maybe we won't have anything, but eventually something's going to come up. So yep. we'll continue to ask this question because something's going to come up and then we'll have the space for it.
0: Yeah. And, and then it's normal. and you're not like bringing it up out of the blue.
1: I feel like I'll be excited. I'll be like, oh, I actually have something. I have a thing. I have an answer. <clears throat> and then the third question is. What's
0: coming up for you this week?
1: Oh yeah. I guess that's two separate questions. Yeah. What's coming up for you this week? And then how can I support you this week to come? Mm-hmm. So then if we have something specific coming up, like, oh, I have Friendsgiving coming up with my friends here's how you can support me at the party or here's here's how you can help me make a side dish or my work is going to be really stressful so I may need to be working late so if you can just be okay with that or help make dinner or whatever, whatever's Mm -hmm. coming up.
0: It sets expectations which I think is part of like maintaining that gratitude. I do think it it factors into it.
1: I think it just points out the things we do for each other and helps us appreciate each other and it's a way that we can show gratitude towards the things we do and I think like one thing we talk about with gratitude is the more you practice gratitude the more you notice the good things.
0: That is has been a very real thing in my life, because I didn't used to. And then therapy, thanks Cheryl. So my therapist got me to start doing this thing where I, at the end of the day, I either write down, you have to write it down, or you just say out loud or think about five things you're grateful for from the day overall, and her idea was that over time, it'll help you start to be less hard on yourself and you'll see more of the good in things. I think a lot of times our brains are wired to see the bad in things. They're wired to help us survive and help us move forward and fix the mistakes we made. And think about the mistakes like, oh, I could have died doing that, chased by a lion or whatever it is. But in reality, we're not being chased by lions. We're just working or walking, whatever it is. But by looking at the gratitudes and trying to figure out, okay, what was really good about today? You kind of start to see that there's more good than bad. And it changes your outlook on things. So I've been doing that since, uh, when did I start that? Like June, May around there, whenever Cheryl had me start doing it. It's been great.
1: It really does help. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you start out doing gratitudes, you're kind of just like, ah, whatever. It was
0: crazy, it wasn't gonna work.
1: And then you start (laughs) to really notice, like something good will happen in the day and you'll think, oh, I can put that in my gratitudes tonight just the little things and you start to realize there is so much to be grateful for even when things are bad. Even just the little things. And sometimes when I don't have anything to say that I'm grateful for, I just revert to like the basic human necessities of I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful that I'm alive. I'm grateful that I had food to eat today. I'm grateful for my friends, my family, my job. They're Even just those bare necessity things in your life, I think we kind of take those for granted too. But those are big things. Like if you didn't have those things, your life would be very different. And so it's good to just acknowledge those things. Like I'm grateful that, you know, my body works for the most part. And like I have two fully functioning legs and little things like that.
0: Yeah, it makes a difference. And then what's also cool is that then when you have a really good day, you notice a lot that you're Mm -hmm. grateful for. Like, I, I was doing Gratitudes, I think I found within the first two weeks, I think I was telling you at the time, like, oh, wow, I really feel different. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel better. I feel like I'm noticing the good things. I feel like I'm way less hard on myself than I used to be. And so I think then, like, when we got to the day of the Taylor Swift concert, I think I had, like, 14 Gratitudes. Yeah. <laughs> just like, this is amazing, this is amazing, this is amazing. Um, and it can be dumb little, like, it'd be little things, like, you were saying, but it can also be, like, got a promotion or like saw a concert or great workout in the gym. It could be anything. And it just, it's helped so much change my outlook on like just life in general and little, little tiny things. Like if I, you know, I was like, oh wow, I ate a good amount today. Like I remembered to have all my meals. That's something to be super grateful for.
1: Yeah, and that's something that, like, should be celebrated. Mm-hmm. Like, everything should be celebrated. And when we're only celebrating the big things, like, oh, I got a promotion, or, oh, I bought a house today, or, oh, I, what, what are won the a big things? I won a Grammy. I had a baby. I... <laughs>
0: Which are all good. Those aren't bad to celebrate at all.
1: Like, big things, I think we tend to look forward to a lot of things and say, oh, once I get this promotion, I can be so grateful for that. But you can be grateful now that you have a job.
0: Right, it's that uh I'll be happy when. Yeah. Falsity, which is never going to be true. Exactly. Cuz you know happiness is is inside. And so that's why if you look for the little things, you're like, "Oh, well, there's did things all around.
1: Yeah. I think that's definitely changed our lives. <laughs> yes. Life changing. One thing I used to do is, um, that I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of shifting my habits around a little bit. Ever since we got back from Europe, things have been a little off, but I had a journal where in the morning I would write like affirmations about myself, um, saying like, I'm smart, I'm kind, I'm a good friend, uh, you know, all these nice things about myself. And then Mm -hmm. at night I would do gratitudes where Matt says five things he's grateful for, just like a little list, which I think is really good. Um, And what I would do is I would pick one experience from the day that I'm grateful for and write a lot about it, Mm. which is a different thing, I guess. It's cool. But then I would find myself... Because I think, I don't know if I've felt like five things is overwhelming, but it's like, if I can just think of one experience today that I'm grateful for, that's really helpful. But then I would notice that as I'm writing about that experience, I'm writing about so many more things. I think it's just like how your brain works of like, if you think like, I have to do this many things, you'll get overwhelmed. But if you're just like, oh, just one thing, Mm. but then you want to write more because as you start writing, more things come to your head.
0: It makes it more accessible. I like that. Yeah.
1: So it's just different options of things to
0: do. But no matter what it is, it's just kind of acknowledging it and just seeing like, oh wow, this is there's really a lot of good things in the world, in our lives.
1: So healthy. The world is good.
0: It is for the most part. (laughs) Sometimes it's not, but sometimes it is. And and you know what? As my parents and dad would say, one foot in front of the other, anything that keeps you going one foot in front of the other is fine. Because, you know, life's hard sometimes. That's okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just the way that life is. Like, not to be a downer, but life is hard. Yep. Life's not going to be easy. Nope. But you can be happy while you're dealing with, you know, paying your taxes and wiping your baseboards and, you know, doing the laundry. I I don't
0: know. Wiping your baseboards? Do you wipe your baseboards?
1: (laughs) I should. (laughs) I saw this TikTok the other day Mm -hmm. that was just, like, talking about, she was like, yeah, how am I supposed to remember to wipe all my baseboards and clean my bathroom and clean the toilet and pay taxes and do grocery shopping and wash my car and go to work? And she just starts like listing all of these like little things and she's like, how are adults remembering how to do all these things? Like no wonder we're so tired all the times. Like we like there's all these little things that we're constantly doing.
0: The fact that wiping the baseboards was the top of her list.
1: Right. Like, you, and then I was like, shoot, I need to wipe my baseboards.
0: Do people wipe their baseboards? Yes. Really. Yeah. Why?
1: To clean them because they collect dust. Your baseboards are a little different. They're gross. But like, cause they, the, I don't know who invented baseboards, but they have that little lip at the top that just collects dust.
0: Oh, I, like the one with the chiffon or whatever it is. Like yeah. the one. floopy.
1: Yeah. I saw this TikTok that was like, okay, here's how you tell if the guy you're dating. You is told me like...
0: this when we met.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I told this to Matt like very early on. It's like, this is how you could tell if the guy you're dating is a psychopath or like if he's crazy. So like when you go over to his apartment, you know, look at if, if he's cleaned, like the bathroom, the toilet. Like, he'll probably have cleaned the shower, wiped the countertops. Like, that's a good sign. But if he's cleaned his baseboards, he's a psychopath. <laughs> like, do not trust this man. <laughs> they were like, no man in the right mind will think to clean the baseboards before you come over.
0: <laughs> Did I clean the baseboards before you came over?
1: No. And I checked. And that's why Did we're you still really? together. No. <laughs> Imagine.
0: And I checked. And that's why we're still together. <laughs>
1: And that's how I knew you were normal. <laughs> It'd
0: be really funny. Like I go to the bathroom, I come out with, like you're like <laughs> running your finger then, like, along like, the baseboards and I'm like your baseboards
1: are clean. I have to leave
0: <laughs> <laughs> clean other things in your apartment, but maybe not the base. Well, I mean you can. Apparently not if you're single.
1: I don't know. there's just one TikTok I saw. <laughs> I mean, you should clean your baseboards. You should.
0: Mine are like not it's even baseboards. They're just kind of like slats.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm like looking at your baseboards, and they're not wiggly like most baseboards are. No. They're just like one wood board at the bottom of your. But like, see that lip at the top? That's probably like collecting dust. Probably. So you just want to like wipe it.
0: Like a little Clorox wipe.
1: A little Clorox wipe, paper towel. Like get
0: splinters around my finger along that thing. Yeah, maybe wear to gloves.
1: It. But, anyways, yeah, so we're doing a lot of things. Yeah. And life's hard, and that's okay.
0: And it's nice to be grateful for. Just little things, and for each other, and always making your partner feel like they're not taken for granted. Cause it's so easy, yeah, to be taken for granted.
1: And you don't want to feel taken for granted.
0: No, you want to feel like you're like I always I keep telling Katie it's like we're a team. I think I, I think I reiterate the we're a team thing how many times a week like twelve?
1: Yeah, all the time.
0: <laughs> like every time anything comes up about anything, it could be like cooking. It's like we're a team. We do it together.
1: Yeah, because I think I like feel bad when you do things for me sometimes. Like if we come home and I've had a rough day and I just flop on the couch and Matt Matt makes dinner, I feel bad. I'm like, I feel like I've been putting a lot on you and you made dinner and just like, thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. And he's like, yeah, we're a team. And when one teammate, you know, needs to take a break. The other teammate steps in and helps out. And I think what helps is that, like, I appreciate those moments when I need to flop on the couch. I don't just, like, flop on the couch and be like, oh, yeah, Matt will make dinner. It's okay.
0: Right. You always say something. Yeah. Like, I- you're always like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for doing that. And it's it, it really encourages me to do it more. Like, it makes you feel good when someone says thank you. Like, oh. And you're like, oh, they noticed. They noticed. They noticed I did a thing. And it's not that, like... If they didn't notice, you wouldn't want to do it.
1: But you'd want to do it less later down the line.
0: Potentially, yeah.
1: Later on, you'd be like, oh, I always make Matt lunch, and he never notices, and why do I even try?
0: Totally. So, have you all, viewers, you can't hear me, but have you listeners heard, they've seen the Barbie movie, I'm assuming. They're our friends. They've seen the Barbie movie. Probably. Yeah. You know the speech that America Fair gives of, like, and they never say thank you is one of the biggest things. She's like, we're expected to clean up after men and do everything for them, and no one ever says thank you. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. No one ever says thank you. Yeah, it's just kind of we like want an to expectation. Do something. Yeah, and that's awful. Like if you if you made me lunch or like did anything for me, and when you did anything for me, I was like, oh my god, thank you so much for doing that. Yeah. It's little tiny things, but they add up. Yeah, it makes
1: it makes you want to do nice things. Mm-hmm.
0: You're like, oh, they notice. Yeah, it's fun. And then when you say thank you, I'm like, ooh, she noticed I get to make dinner. I'm going to make it really good. Oh. Yeah, it's just kind of, it's kind of cool.
1: You're like, oh I'm going to make dinner because then Katie's going to say thank you.
0: Yeah, it's like they get something because you're doing a thing for them. But then you get something because they're showing you gratitude. And you're feeling like, wow, I'm really valued in this relationship. Whether it's a friend or, or like a partner. You just feel important.
1: And it's so easy. Thank you. There, done. Boom. Boom. Easy. Thank you. Words. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's kind of all I have. That's kind
0: of all we had for gratitude. We just were feeling grateful because it is Thanksgiving. Well, it's almost Thanksgiving. And it's just kind of nice to recognize the things we're grateful for since we do our grateful habits every day.
1: Yeah. So just tell somebody you love thank you today.
0: An assignment.
1: An assignment. I love it. Oh, well, maybe we'll ask a little... So we can ask polls on the podcast. And I don't know if people have noticed, but you can put a question in. So maybe I'll put a question of what is one thing you're grateful for this holiday season. And feel free to drop your answer. I don't. We can't see who you are when you answer it just for anonymity. Anonymity.
0: Anonymity.
1: Anonymity.
0: Anonymity. Jeez,
1: I'm never going to say that word again. We don't know who you are, so feel free to... <laughs> so to add your, I, mean, I don't know, people are weird of like, I don't want to say something because then they'll know I listen to the podcast because right. we probably have like, you know, secret stalkers listening to our podcast. Ooh. I don't
0: know. I hope we get stalker status. <laughs> That'd be exciting. But
1: yeah, you can write what's, write one thing you're grateful for and that'll be cute to just kind of start a little thread of, yeah. of, of gratitude. But yeah. yeah, say what's one thing you're grateful for. And then we can have fun reading, like, all the little things. Even if it's just a little thing.
0: Yeah. It can be, like, candy. I don't know. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. And we appreciate you bearing with us through the construction. I don't think that anyone hammered a nail into the ceiling in the last 10 minutes. So that's always a win.
1: And Maybe they're gone. Now that we've finished the podcast, they're gone. Exactly.
0: <laughs> we'll talk to you next time.
1: Yeah, remember to follow us on Spotify, follow us on Instagram, The Beatles Podcast, follow us on Apple Podcasts. We love you all. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday season.
0: Eat lots of delicious food and tell someone thank you.
1: Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.